Comic book, comic book, does whatever a book does. Read by us while drinking, incoherent rambling. Look out, this is our podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the SJW Comic Book Club, a weekly book club style podcast where three friends discuss a story arc in comics from a literary and progressive point of view. Like most successful book clubs, we have three key elements, books, friends, and booze. I'm host number one, Monte. I'm host number two, Veronica. And I'm host number three, Melissa. Usually on our podcast, we will discuss a story arc in comics that we've picked either from Marvel, from DC, from Dark Horse, from anywhere really. But this episode is not a normal episode. Veronica, what kind of episode is this? Yes, so this episode is the preview to season nine. With seasons one through eight and the Uber tournament concluded, we'll be beginning season nine. And in this episode, we introduce our themes for the upcoming season, our understanding of them, and then we're going to go through all the comics we are currently planning to read. And it's a nice space to essentially give our thesis of what we think we'll be getting out of the next eight weeks. But before we jump into that, Melissa has a question for us. My question is for you guys. In the last eight or so weeks, what's a bright spot? Something good that happened that wasn't terrible in these dark, dark times of 2021? Very dark. So mine was pretty cut and dry. Uh, I had my birthday. I turned old, for I am now 30. Officially. Officially. <laughs> uh, but Melissa <laughs> threw me a very, very delightful birthday party that I enjoyed and put me in a good mood for a very long time and brought some of my distinct friend groups together and they got along and it made me happy. So Dear listener, you. <laughs> you were invited, but we didn't know what your address was, so we couldn't send it. But you were invited. It's true. It was a bit rude of you not to show up. Mm-hmm. You did an RSVP, so mm, egg on your face. <laughs> Yes, but thank you, Melissa, for all the wine and cake and good times. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, so my bright spot was going to be the destruction of all things in our <laughs> Uber tournament, but since the rituals failed um, <laughs> and all of that time was wasted, I guess I have to find something else. So my bright spot is a game. A video game. I feel like this is a recurring theme uh, for my bright spots, self-care, <laughs> etc. is some kind of video game that I'm spending too much money on. Uh, it's called Humankind, and it's a turn-based uh, sort of strategy game, very similar to Civilization VI, which is one of my favorite games. And it was $50. I was going to wait for it to go on sale on Steam to buy it, but then I was like, you know what? Uh, fuck that. I, I don't <laughs> care. I... I, I'm i not a fiscally responsible person. And you know what? I'm not going to start now when I'm almost 30 years old and the world is literally burning. No. Uh, no, fuck so, that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, it's, like I said, it's basically the same as Civilization VI with a few, like, tweaks here and there which are are actually all tweaks that i have wanted from civilization 6 so it's like the perfect game awesome for me good my bright spot could have been a new video game except apparently the console wars that i thought were over are ongoing and i can't yes. play death loop because 
the video games industry hates me. Well, Sony in particular. Yes, Sony. How could you betray me, Bethesda, before you got bought by Microsoft? How dare you? Anyway. Disgusting. Disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting. My bright spot is Veronica's dad. Uh, He's retired and therefore has time during the day (laughs) to do things. And he has his fun hobbies, right? And (laughs) he borrowed a power washer. (laughs) Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then really wanted to power wash things. And I have a back patio that had some concrete and a a pergola Mm -hmm. that needed to be power washed. And he really wanted to do it. And there was no effort on my part uh, other than moving some things. And then he came and made my back patio look like a million times better. And I just made him some cookies as a thank you but there was so little effort on my part that um <laughs> the the gain that i received was truly exponentially bright <laughs> for this bright spot <laughs> also since he was in your yard he noticed several other things that he's like i'm gonna go over and fix melissa's things i was like okay fine do i mean it. like go ahead like <laughs> i'm not asking him to do it uh but i won't say no is what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get you a young retired person in your life who is handy and likes to use power yeah. washers. <laughs> who, who's been retired just long enough to get kind of bored mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and need something to do. So you're not like burdening them like it's their choice and you just reap all the benefits. <laughs> and then you buy them like their favorite drink or a favorite baked good. I don't know. Something. Yes. It's convenient. So each season, Monte and I pick a theme, a little inversion there. My theme this season is going to be Heroes Go Bad is how I've written it in my notes. I can probably come up with a more eloquent way to say that, Uh, but that's what it's going to be about. Basically, I had an idea for this kind of morphed into two different themes, one of which will be coming later, which is about um, heroes switching bodies with mostly villains. But for now, I found a lot of interesting stories where that doesn't happen, but heroes do either turn evil or get, like, ed up with power or whatever. And we've done similar things to this, especially in the uh, Marvel events season, where there were a lot of not necessarily going bad, but some characters who had, you know, like, the wrong idea or over-enforced their hand. And I just wanted to read a few more stories where someone is for sure in the wrong, whether that be, you know, an alternate universe similar to Superman Red Sun, or if someone just, you know, uh, gets drunk with power or whatever and see where they go with it. Yeah. And my theme for season nine is going to be another character exploration, this time with Black Panther. Uh, The reason being that... I have read a little bit of Black Panther, but not a whole lot of especially the recent uh, stories. So I feel like that's a pretty big gap in my knowledge, especially because the MCU version of Black Panther is very different in a lot of ways from the character that I know from the pages. So I wanted to go into uh, the Black Panther character from a few different eras in time. And or not in time, that's dramatic, a few (laughs) different uh, eras in comics and see, you know, what's going on with him? What's he all about? And what are his stories usually structured like? And what do they say about Africa, about 
black diaspora and about blackness in general. This will be interesting because unlike your Superman character exploration where we know all the tropes of Superman, even if we don't know him super well, like if you don't know much about comics, even before the MCU Black Panther came out, you might not know much about Black Panther at all. I know I didn't. And if you if you watch the MCU movies, you still don't know <laughs> you much still about don't Black know Panther. Much. <laughs> that is nothing against Chadwick Boseman, by the way. I just he did a great job. Yeah, he did great. I just generally don't like the MCU. <laughs> and my and we're actually going to start the season off with one of my stories. So uh, the first story we're reading is going to be Black Panther, the 2005 volume issues one through six titled Who is the Black Panther? Uh, I chose this story, which I have read before, because it's just a good introduction into the idea of the Black Panther and, uh, you know, what's going on with him. Should answer the question, who is the Black Panther? Which (laughs) I would like to know. (laughs) I don't think it's specific to T'Challa. It's more introducing the uh, mythology of who the Black Panther is, unless I'm completely misremembering it, which is possible. (laughs) It's actually like a slapstick uh, yeah. anthology series clip show of everything that's come before. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not about the comic book character Black Panther. It's about uh, the Black Panthers themselves. And <laughs> they are endangered. Racist you know. satire. It's actually just no, I meant the, the Black history Panther channel. Party. Oh, the party. <laughs> Yeah, it's a history document. It's okay. just a history channel on literal Black Panther cat animals and just like their ecosystem and hierarchy structure of their families. It's fine. Yes. Yeah, so that would be my bad, but I do think that I'm remembering it correctly. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, My first comic in the Heroes Go Bad theme is... I think it's just called uh, Secret Empire, but I have it marked as Captain America Secret Empire because I believe Captain America is the one who goes bad in the story. Now, this is a very long story, which made me hesitant to choose it, but it fits my theme better than all the other ones, I think. So it had to be in here. So we'll see how that conversation goes. But I hear it's at least impactful. Yes. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Yes. So we'll see how that conversation goes. I'll try to make it not five hours long. (laughs) Yeah, that one may need to be a two-parter. Yes, we shall see. So the second story that we're going to be reading for this season is going to be Black Panther, The Man Without Fear, issues 513 to 518, titled The Urban Jungle. And this is a story where basically Black Panther takes over for Daredevil. Um, and so we get to see Black Panther in New York. It's an exploration of who Black Panther is when he's acting as a vigilante rather than a king. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Sounds fun. I'm excited about that now. Jeez. Um, my second story for Heroes Going Bad is, uh, Injustice. God's Among Us. If you've played the video game, you're probably familiar with the concept. Monte doing little happy hand claps over there. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, And if you're not familiar, this is one where Superman is the one who goes bad in an alternate universe situation and also fits the theme really well. So it had to be in here. And I haven't played the game, but maybe I'll dive into it a bit to see what it's like. Yes. Game is great. Comics are great. I don't want to hear anything different. 
Yes. Basically, I think the premise is that the Joker, through machinations, causes Superman to kill Lois Lane, and then Superman cannot put up with that and has, like, a mental break and takes over everything. Hooray! Well, that sounds intense. Yes. <laughs> it is very intense. Glad we had our whole Superman uh, character study before this, so it'll just, like, really... Really, really hit home. Yes. Now that we're yeah. Superman experts. <laughs> uh, my third story for this season is going to be Black Panther, the 2016 volume, issues number one through four, A Nation Under Our Feet. And this is, I believe, when Ta-Nehisi Coates started writing for Black Panther. Um, and this is where my gap in Black Panther knowledge begins. I haven't read this or anything that comes after it. Uh, that's a Black Panther book. Why? Because I am a bad black person, I guess. <laughs> you lose um, your black card. Yeah, so I'm not really sure what... Uh, I'm not really completely sure what this story arc is about. I believe, from my understanding, it's about unrest in Wakanda because of the way that um, T'Challa and his sister Shuri have been governing which we did read World of Wakanda, uh, which is a story that is kind of intertwined that takes place in the background of this one. So now we're going to read the foreground story for that. Context, finally. <laughs> finally. It's been <laughs> a year. It's been very long. That was our first season of the Bottle Comic, wasn't it? Yes. So if you want to hear us talk about that in a very unpolished manner, because we were little podcast babies at the time. Uh, look up the bottle comic. But my third comic for Heroes Go Bad is the legendary House of M, which I think Monte would do a little happy clap to that as well. Yes, I fucking love it. And again, <laughs> I don't want to hear anything different. <laughs> the, these episodes will just be us sanitized talking about it and just be like, well... It's a good comic, and I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Every once in a while, the audio will just cut out <laughs> as you're talking. Well, funny enough, uh, it will not just be that, because this is another episode for which we have a guest slated. We will be joined by Matt and Patrick from the podcast Waiting on the Trade, who also talk about comic books on their podcast and are excited to talk about the bad turn for Scarlet Witch, known as House of M, with us. Yes. I recently watched WandaVision, which is a Scarlet Witch freakout. And I just, <laughs> I, Scarlet Witch freakouts just have a special place in my heart. <laughs> and say what you will about House of M, but it did literally change comics forever. So. Yes. Impactful. Yes. So I hear. I really liked Scarlet Witch as a character. So I'm really excited to read this. I feel like we haven't read enough about her. Yes. I want to know more. Monte. You can never read enough about her. Do a Scarlet Witch character study season now. <laughs> All right. So my fourth story is now going to be uh, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> she does have a solo title. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still ongoing or if it's wrapped up by now um, because I've never read it, even though I just said you can never read too much of the Scarlet Witch. I've yep. never read it. Because you're a bad person. Yep, I'm bad at being black, and I'm also bad at being gay. <laughs> Good to hear. So, on that note, my fourth story is going to be Black Panther from the 2018 volume, issues one through six, The Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda, part one. 
And this is another one where I don't really know what it's necessarily about, but using the context clues from the title, I can assume that it's intergalactic, <laughs> uh, it is imperial, and it is about Wakanda. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good context clues. Yeah, we're... The basic idea of my season for Black Panther was that we start with learning the mythology of him. We put him in this localized setting, kind of out of his element in New York City. We, you know, zoom out a little bit to see how he is as a king during a political crisis. And then we zoom out as far as we possibly could to see how he is leading an intergalactic empire. (laughs) I'm assuming that he's leading it. I don't know. Black Panther in space. Yes, Black (laughs) Panther in space. (laughs) What we all aspire to. I'm excited. But my fourth comic is going to be the run. Is it an event? The event event. known as Shadowland, in which the character who is a hero, who goes bad, who is not that heroic to start with, he's kind of a complex character, is Daredevil. So we will be seeing what the hell goes on there when he... um, in my understanding, takes over the role of Kingpin and, you know, is running the crime in Kingpin's domains Mm -hmm. as Daredevil. And on this episode, we will be having a special guest. We'll be joined by Heather from the podcast Watching Netflix Without You. Keep an ear out for that. (laughs) I don't know. Yes, we we welcome Heather with open arms. Should be a good conversation. As I always say, this schedule is subject to change, especially since we're having guests on, so we have to make sure to schedule appropriately. Um, But hopefully this is how it will look in the season. You can find all or most of these comics on comicsology.com and many on the Marvel or DC subscription services, and probably several of them at your local bookstore or library uh, if you want to read along. Yep. Also may throw some bonus episodes in there. Yes, we shall see. Who knows? Anything could happen. Literally anything could happen. Yes. It's going to be super exciting. Season (laughs) nine. What, what? Raise your hands in the air. The brave new world (laughs) after the failure of our destruction of the universe at the hands of the Uber tournament. Yes. Time to try again. (laughs) (laughs) Phase two. We try again. This is our like two year plan. (laughs) (laughs) So next week, we're just kicking off season nine with Monte's first comic. We'll see you back then. If you enjoyed our show, please hit subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating. We would appreciate it very much. Um, If you're looking into Good Pods, the new podcast app with social media elements, make sure to follow us there so all your friends can see that you follow us and maybe we'll get some new listeners. If you want to keep up with us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SJWComicsCast or email us directly at SJWComicsPodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out my side podcast, Project Sinister, uh, where I talk about X-Men while balancing on my head and <laughs> doing cartwheels into You can't walls. see it. Yes. You can't see it, but, but you, you can, can hear, hear it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, but sadly we don't do that on here. This is all our podcast is. We'll see you back next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.